0: The star game, where Alex is king and lady lock is free. Live from the 8-Bit Studio in Brisbane, Australia, it's the Internet's most exciting half-hour of video game trivia. Welcome to the Hungry Game Show. And now, your humble host, Brandon hello to everyone out there in the 8-bit nation and welcome to another episode of game show inspired shenanigans brought to you by audio technica manscaped and 8-bit and on this the 16th episode of the hungry game show our competitor will be going up against a game that leading up to its release it's pretty much not on anyone's radar but upon up subsequent release it received critical acclaim sold an absolute bucket load of units and often has been called the revolutionary of the current fps genre developed by Rare, published by Nintendo, released on the 25th of August in 1997. We are talking about none other than GoldenEye 007 or GoldenEye 64, as some of you may know it out there. And the person attempting to still slap his way through this mixture of trivia, espionage, and cocktails is a man who needs little introduction, but you're certainly going to give him one anyway. He's one third of the Can't Game podcast, Ford Falcon fanatic, family man, self-proclaimed hopeless gamer, and working on something I'd like to know more about called DT Media. Find him on them socials at Tillhouse on Twitter or Tillhouse underscore on them Instagrams. Nathan Tilly, how the bloody hell are you going, man? Welcome. G'day, g'day, g'day. How you going, man? Mate, I am excited to be talking some Golden Eye with you today. Uh, when you when you sort of threw this game at me as your uh, as your sort of combatant in the trivia arena, I was uh, excited to go back and, and sort of unearth any factoids and things. I haven't played this game in. Ha, oh, it's it's easy, easy fifteen years, maybe more. Like maybe I was a kid the last time I touched this, so it was nice nostalgic touchstone for me. But man, maybe um maybe give us a little bit of insight on on yourself and then maybe also lead us into why you picked this game and the memories you got with old uh Goldeneye 7
1: Yeah, so um as you said, yeah, one one third of the Can't Game podcast. Um, which is a bit when of, he's coming back. It's been a long while. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. Um on a bit of a unplanned hiatus at the moment. I mean, COVID certainly threw a, a whole lot into the mix, and then work schedules and everything. But um, yeah, I think it should be coming back fairly soon. Um, and we do, we do want to catch up because you know those three mates of all of us haven't caught up in a, a long while. So um, yeah, it'd be good. But yeah, other than that, um, DT Media, as you mentioned, was actually a bit of a um, offshoot of can't game podcast so that that nice. was that was going to be our little base um almost like 8-bit um mm-hmm. is to the hungry gamers so yeah it was um stood for digital therapy but uh, nice yeah. i
0: like that i like i love me a good bit of wordplay so uh yeah. i'm already in um
1: but yeah other than that man um uh, just a long time listener first time caller
0: <laughs> mate it, it is it's a pleasure to get you on here i've been been looking forward to getting you in the podcast and circle with me for a while and it seems that uh just it lined up nicely here with uh this hungry game show episode 16 so Goldeneye 007 uh came out when i was 11 years old um you know it was it was a young and i played the absolute bejesus out of it via my friends nintendo 64 local co-op and all that kind of uh crazy hilarity that ensued but what's what's your origin story with this game ed
1: yeah it's um it's really showing our age i think i was nine um when I got it, I think I got it for Christmas in 97. It mo- okay. Either 97 or '98. 90, I can't really remember. But yeah, man, I played the absolute bejesus out of it too. Um, and it, It's been a while since I've played it as well. And funny story, it's the only N64 game I've got left as a cartridge because one of my old schoolmates borrowed, um, and I put heavy quotation marks on that, uh, <laughs> borrowed my N64 and all my games except for 007. And yeah, I actually have it up on the shelf
0: there. I can see it there, yeah, it's (laughs) at the back. I just noticed little Piers Brosnan's head peeking over the shelf there at
1: me. Yeah, I thought I'd put it up there just to give me a bit of good luck because um, yeah, I'm I'm purely going off memory on this because I mean, I played the the emulator um, for the main story but outside of that, it's all going off memory. So hopefully the memory bank serves me well.
0: I, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Like, I've had sort of similar stories from from a lot of the other contestants that have jumped on here, and they might not have played the game recently or to any massive level of, of replay, but, um, yeah, that, that muscle memory and, and just those little nostalgic touchstones seem to just bring it all back to the front. So I think you'll be okay, and, like... You know, we, we get deep here and there's a couple of curly questions thrown in, but for the most part, it's pretty surface level stuff. You know, we just want to have, have some fun and a laugh and, and maybe learn a thing or two. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be fine. But if, if you do feel you are struggling, we do have two lifelines available for you in the back pocket, uh, bearing in mind that using a lifeline, you will limit your maximum scoring potential and what that means is that the show is broken up into two segments we've got a a multiple choice round to start with where you get a maximum of two points per correct answer and then there's rapid fire which is one point per correct answer so if you use a lifeline during multiple choice maximum one point but you will still get the maximum one point for rapid fire and those are lifelines we've got phone my friend beautiful well i'm going to call a random person from within my contacts list for support and assistance Obviously, support and or assistance may vary. There's no guarantee that they've played this game, played any game, know what a game is. You know, it it could be really beneficial or it could be very detrimental, but uh, they're they're there to help in in their own unique way. And then the other one we've got is 50-50 or if it's in rapid fire, it's going to be like a strong hint because, uh, yeah, we can't really cut uh, incorrect answers out of the rapid fire. So I I do like uh, a strong hint though, yeah. Mate, I can can certainly give you the strongest of hints today. So, uh, yeah, don't worry about that. But yeah, so you've got those two lifelines. You can utilise both of them, one of them, none of them—completely up to you. If you need to use it, just shout out, and we can uh, get that going. But man, you got any other questions, comments, concern before maybe we uh, we start getting things underway? I don't think so, man. But
1: hey, one question: Do we get bonus yeah. points if we don't use the lifelines?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good today. <laughs> if, if you don't use them, maybe I have a feeling like I'm going to give you them. give you one. Oh. I'll give you one. Yeah. Yeah, I can't say two because that would cancel out you utilizing them anyway. But I'll I'll, gi- I'll give you something. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. We'll follow up at the end. Hey, if you don't ask, um, you don't you know get it. Yeah, it's pretty fast and loose around here. So, <laughs> uh, you know, those rules are written in wet cement. So we can, we can adjust when we need to. But uh, yeah, you're gunning for a maximum total score at the moment of 40. So the whole, the whole episode's ran out of a score of 40. Current leader, Dane Peavy, who's actually his birthday today. So happy birthday, Mr. Peavy. Happy birthday, Mr. Uh, Peavy. Yeah. He is top of the Trivia Mountain on 37 points. So that's that's the the highest echelon at the moment as far as THGS. And at the arse end of it, we've got Saleem the Dream on 21 points. So no one has, I guess you could say, failed. No one scored under 20, which would be the uh, your 50%. But uh, that's, that's the sort of gamut you've got to play in between here, 21 and 37. So you can land anywhere in there and you will not be last. Nice. So, uh, well, I don't want
1: to yeah, knock just Dane off the uh, top of the list because he's one of the nicest guys. So... I think I'll be I'll, I'll be gunning for Salim spot. I reckon.
0: Oh, I, I reckon you can you'll do you do Salim <laughs> spot in in your sleep. But uh, yeah, mate, don't don't feel bad if you knock Dane off the off the top. We'll keep him humble and get him hungrier for uh, yeah you know, the, the next wave. Maybe so a uh, That's it. All right, let's start some off with a little bit of uh, background tension music to set the scene. Question number one, developed by Rare and based on the GoldenEye film. How long after the movie was released in cinemas did Goldeneye 007 take to be released on, excuse me, the Nintendo 64? A, 0.07 days, B, one month, C, six months, or D, two years?
1: Well, 007 Goldeneye is one of my favorite movies and that was released in 95, so I'm gonna have to lock in D, two years.
0: Oh, okay. Confident locking in D2 two years? 2 years. Lock All it right, in. Let's consult. Mate, you are well on your way. Currently batting 100. So yeah, funnily enough. Yeah, the movie dropped 1995. The game didn't come out until August 25th of 1997, which was like 2 months I think before Tomorrow Never Dies. The the follow-up to GoldenEye Could came been, out yeah. in the cinemas. So uh yeah, it was a little bit late to the party, but uh, obviously the rest is history. The game is a, a classic. It's one of the all timers. Yeah. So uh, yeah, all right. Let's, uh, let's rock and roll into question number two, see if you can keep this momentum going. Before becoming the game we know and love today, GoldenEye 007 or GoldenEye 64 was a very different beast modeled after a popular game from the 1990s. Which game are we talking about? So we're talking about the game that was originally sort of where it was going to pay homage and use a lot of the, the mechanics and, and the, the play style. So A, Virtual Cop, B, House of the Dead, C, X-Men vs. Street Fighter, or D, Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> uh, I'd love to say Leisure Suit. Um,
1: having played Virtual Cop in arcades as a kid, I'm probably going to have to go with that purely based on just the mechanics. Um, I'm not too familiar with the other two, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna
0: lock in a virtual I'm call. You're gonna lock in a final answer? Final answer, log it in. All right. Consulting with the judges.
1: That is correct.
0: You are indeed correct. So the original plan for GoldenEye was gonna be like an on the rail shooter. So like, just like a virtual cop or a time crisis and things like that before Martin Hollis and his uh, then young team pivoted to a free roaming shooter style. But there is still a lot of virtual cop influence there, such as gun reloading, position dependent hit reaction, animations, penalties for killing innocent characters and an alternative aiming system that is activated upon pressing the R button of the Nintendo 64 controller.
1: Yeah. Even the crosshair Uh, is kind of virtual copish.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very much so yeah it was, it was a great game like that I'd, I'd probably prefer it than house of the dead as far as the arcade shooters but so many of those sort of rail shooters in arcades like there does, there's no way in hell you can finish those with one credit or no. one dollar or whatever you pay like you know they're they're money eaters and you know that's i guess that's what they're there for but it's just bullshit sometimes oh we've all been It really
1: is we've all been there and tried to get as far as we can with that one token but yeah yeah
0: the only game like and it's fun i put it on this list the only game i can sort of finish on one token typically is x-men versus street fighter or marvel vs capcom that's the game i can run from front to back and complete but all the other shooters no way i was at the arcade the other week and we were trying to play um the walking dead shooter we played the new time i think it was time crisis five the Jurassic Park shooter, none of them. We could finish yeah. the first like chapter and then you're dead. Yeah. Like it's,
1: it's bonkers. <laughs> it's bonkers, yeah. Maybe those eight bit coins might give you a few extra tries.
0: Maybe, maybe like they're, they're big boys too. Like I don't know if you'd fit it through the coin oh, slot. Damn. Like she's a, she's a big boy. She's looking good. Anyway, question number three. GoldenEye is known primarily for its legendary multiplayer modes. Approximately how long did said modes take rare to create? A six minutes b six days c six weeks or d
1: six years i actually know this one because it was a bit of a um, bit of a trivia one because they never actually intended to do multiplayer and i think it was done in it was a short amount of time um did you say six weeks uh, yeah
0: six minutes six days six weeks or six years oh six days or six weeks i'm gonna
1: say six weeks
0: You're going to go C, six weeks? Yeah, lock in C. All right, let's lock in C. Judges, what you got for me? I'm stupid. You're smart. I was wrong. You were right. You're the best. I'm the worst. Uh, You're very good looking. I'm not attractive. You are indeed correct. Six weeks time, they turned out that multiplayer mode, which, yeah, was an afterthought. Like, it was completely unplanned, and then they pivoted. Um well into the the two and a half year development cycle and and ch- chuck this thing together and that's what made the game what it is today really one hundred
1: percent man yeah, yeah. I, I think if they if they didn't decide to do that, it would have just you know it, it would have still been a good game, granted but uh yeah that that multiplayer we've all got memories you know sc- oh, <laughs> screen yeah. cheating and yeah, oh yeah. Yep. Yeah,
0: simpler times isn't it the old local sort of split screen yeah. uh, multiplayers and shooters yeah. like where well, you, you got that honor system but you know the other three you're versing you know they're peeking out of the corner of their eye what you're yeah. up to even though they say they're not they always are yeah budget bunch <laughs> of dogs all right question number four how many multiplayer characters are there in total to choose from? oh man A 35 B 40 C 47 or D 420 blaze it <laughs> well, I can uh, I could
1: safely get rid of one of those um, oh. see I only played through the single player recently so this is gonna have to go off muscle memory um, and I know it was a lot
0: yeah so so you're looking at 35 40 and 47 I'm guessing you're gonna just scratch D from the list there I'm
1: scratching D and I'm gonna
0: lock in B as a wild guess. You're gonna go B. Remember you got two lifelines. You don't have to use, obviously you don't have to use them, but just letting you know they're there. Oh,
1: now he's wanting me. To make, uh maybe pivot to A. Maybe there wasn't as
0: many as I remember. You're gonna to pivot to A. I'm locking in A. You're gonna lock in A? Yeah. 100 percent Final answer? Final answer. Alright. We are gonna consult with the adjudicators on this one. You lose! Ah! God damn! He actually went the other direction. It's actually 47. Holy moly. 47 characters to choose from in the multiplayer. So there is an absolute bucket load of skins, but you can earn a bonus point here by naming at least five of them. Uh, They don't have to be exact like names. Some of them have names. Some of them just have like job descriptions and stuff like that. (laughs) But uh, yeah. Um,
1: Let's go for the bonus point. Uh, So we've got odd job. Can't can't forget him. Got Odd Job. You got Jaws. You got James Bond or 007. uh, Natalia. Yep. And uh, let's go Uramov.
0: There you go. There's the five. That is indeed correct. Beautiful. That is. Um, i would have accepted i would have accepted moonraker elite male or female uh, mayday <laughs> money penny uh naval officer biker terrorist i uh, know oh, he was terrorist. uh i used to rock a lot of the arctic commando he was my yeah. guy i played with a fair bit Yeah, good skin uh yeah dr doke who was actually yep. his, his likeness was based off one of the staff from rare uh civilian uh two civilian females and five civilian male skins uh, a couple of scientists, Siberian guards, St Petersburg guards, uh, Xenia on a top and a whole host of others so yeah 47 Holy different moly, skins yeah they just chucked I mean, the whole bloody cast in there didn't they They really did they really did like they they went in there like six weeks let's just throw as much as we can at it here we go. <laughs> All right so let's move on to question number five see if we can uh, keep this rolling. you're still on track to uh, come ahead of uh, Salim the dream so uh, that's a win in itself sweet. On the Bunker 2 level of the game single player campaign, one of Bond's objectives is to find a certain collectible or item. What is it? A, a novelty cocktail shaker. B, a VHS CCTV tape. C, a signed Denise Richards 8x10. Or D, an 8-bit founder's coin. Oof. Uh...
1: Oh, geez. The first two obviously <laughs> <laughs> um when you said bunker i actually thought of uh surface and i was thinking oh this is for the key for the safe but um no it's actually a vhs so i'm gonna lock in b
0: you're gonna lock in b a vhs tape yep, lock it in all right what do we got here referees that is indeed correct. And funnily enough, the uh, the VHS CCTV tape, if you uh, open up your Bond's inventory, it actually shows the the cover of the, the GoldenEye film. So it's actually a, a copy of the GoldenEye movie itself. So it gets very meta. Indeed there. it is, yeah. Yeah, which is great. I love the little, little Easter eggs and random things like that. So uh, mate, you're on fire. Only dropped that one question so far. Let's uh, see how you go with question number six. Which of these is not a difficulty level you can select in the single player campaign? A, 007, B, Agent, C, Secret Agent, or D, Agent of Shield?
1: <laughs> oh, now you've been too easy. Um, yeah, it's definitely Agents of Shield because you can actually select 007 once you complete the uh, campaign in Double agent So lock in Agent of Shield.
0: You're going to lock in D, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Lock it in. All right. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Well done. You are indeed correct. Obviously, we're talking that uh, when we're mentioning uh, S.H.I.E.L.D., we're talking about the the Marvel Universe as opposed to the, uh, the James Bond Universe. So, yeah, the difficulty levels go Agent, Secret Agent, Double O, Agent, and then, yeah, Double O, Seven. And uh, with those difficulty levels... Uh, the levels themselves, like the the levels you you take on during the game, they change. So uh, you've got additional requirements you need to address depending on the difficulty level. Uh, the the threat level is higher. You take more damage, more enemies, so on and so forth. So it's got a good amount of replayability. Yeah. Playing it at, at a sort of at a harder level instead of just doing the one and done. Hundred percent, yeah. And yeah, that was one of the things back in the
1: day was going through and seeing if you can do all the all the missions through all the agents. So yeah.
0: Yeah, bit a bit of a school brag at the uh, at lunchtime there. If you, you take them all down on 007 difficulty, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think I only did a couple of levels at that hardest difficulty. The rest of it, I just mostly did at secret or double And then I'm like, no, it's too much. Yeah, I'm moving <laughs> back on. Back to multiplayer. I'm moving on. All right, yeah, back to multiplayer. Back to hiding in the hiding in the bloody in the bathrooms <laughs> up in the in the air vents. All right, question number seven how many different multiplayer modes are there playable in the game a one b four c five or d a baker's dozen Uh <laughs> oh,
1: this one's testing me brain um so there was a normal one which was deathmatch
0: yep so there's one
1: I'm trying to think if slappers only was just. That was just a weapon mode. So we got normal. We've got man with the golden gun. You had a capture the flag. That's only three. You said one, four...
0: One, four, five, or a baker's dozen. Ah, oh, so we got five. Normal. Man with the golden gun. Capture the flag.
1: I'm going to lock in four I, I think there's four but I can't remember what the last one is but I remember there's those three that I've saved and I don't I can't think of another one on top of the other one that I'm thinking so lock in four you're going to go
0: with four lock in four so you're yeah. going to go with B four final answer lock in B yep remember you got your lifelines I'm going to
1: save them for now I'll, okay. s- I'll save them for okay. the uh, yeah the rapid fire the rapid fire round I reckon
0: all right what do we got here? You oh, Don't tell me there's five. There is five, uh, but funnily enough, there's a bonus point up for grabs where you name to, need to name at least three of those modes. So uh, I do recall you naming three, but uh, do you want to give me them ones again and then I'll give you the other two you missed?
1: Um, So we've got Normal, Man with a yep. Golden Gun, and Capture the yep. Flag. But I don't think it was yes. called Capture the Flag.
0: Nah, it's called The Living daylights, but flag tag is what it's uh, you know known as and then there's you only live twice and license to kill is the other two modes that's okay you got the bonus point you're still uh, you're still rocking and rolling don't worry too much all right we're moving on to question number eight of rapid fire there was an idea proposed by rare early in the game's development cycle that would utilize the rumble pack in what particular way a to reload your gun B to use as a grenade C for pleasure giddy up or D as an egg timer
1: (laughs) I could probably actually think of a few people who've used it for pleasure
0: (laughs) (laughs) it had some vibration in it my goodness gracious yeah
1: um, yeah and I can yeah I can think of why they would have dropped it if it was for uh, throwing grenades Mm. Um, so I'm going to lock in reloading your weapon
0: okay so you're gonna go a A, reloading your weapon reload yep all right judges where we at with this one
1: you win yes i thought he was gonna say you suck
0: again (laughs) (laughs) no we're going the street fighter instead of the mortal kombat there so yeah the the initial uh idea that was pitched and talked about with rare was you'd grab the rumble pack off the back of the controller click it out to disconnect as if you're replacing a clip and then putting it back in um interesting which is you know intense (laughs) No way would it have been successful in any way, shape, or form. No. But like, it's cool that you know Nintendo were doing quirky Nintendo things way back in the mid '90s. Yep. So uh, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Oh. Can you imagine that level of immersion?
1: I still think yeah, the grenade one probably would have been alright, <laughs> but
0: a yeah. lot of TVs would have gone missing in the uh... yeah. You'd almost need to have a wrist strap on it, wouldn't yeah. you? And you sort of just picks up the like the little bloody geo maybe for inside the maybe it. for the Wii days. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it, or Pokemon. You know, we're seeing oh, yeah. a little bit more of that with the Pokeballs now, yep. getting that to get that gyro sensor in there, picking up where things are going. All right, we've got three more questions in multiple choice, and then we're moving into the rapid fire, but uh, let's get this tune back on. During the level control, if Bond kills Boris, Natalia will refuse to do what? A, touch Bond's golden gun. B, give Bond back the keys to his Jaguar. C. Agree that the world is indeed enough. Or D. Open the security door.
1: I'm going to have to lock in D, mate. You're
0: going to have to lock in D? Yeah, lock it in. There's a, there's a very confident response there. <laughs> Let's see if uh, that was correct. Flawless victory. <laughs> so yeah, if you, if you kill Boris, uh, Natalia throws her hands up. You, she's not going to release that security door and then you end up failing the mission, yeah, uh, well. which is interesting because, um, you know, the, her change of heart is it's a little bit selfish, as she's letting millions of people die at the hands of Janus just because she thinks Bond made a mistake. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, cutting a nose off to spider face type of thing. But, uh, yeah, it's it's cool that they had those types of um, wrinkles in the game where if you did go off the, I guess, off the rails and, and kill somebody you're not meant to, it uh you, know, it you to restart. So, uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Two more questions. Now we're in rapid fire. Which of the following actors were not originally planned to be represented via the four save file image slots? A, Daniel Craig, B, Sean Connery, C, Roger Moore or D, Timothy Dalton? So what that's in reference to listeners is um yeah you've got four dossier shaped save files where you can have i guess four different playthroughs of the game going and um on the graphic it shows pierce brosnan as uh obviously gold uh, 007 on there as the the graphical representation but there were some plans to do something different with the other three
1: i don't know why i'm thinking so hard about this because it's quite obvious because daniel craig wasn't the 007 by this
0: time so i'm gonna have to lock in a (laughs) <laughs> I, was, I was wondering I was if you're going to get too, uh, too deep on it or not So uh, let's see if that thought logic there was correct
1: Man, that would I was
0: going to list George Lazenby there yep. But uh, I thought I'd just chuck the big old red herring in uh, yeah. You know, if he doesn't pick up on this, I don't know what's going Man, on
1: Man, I would have been feeling stupid if I used the lifeline on that one <laughs> <laughs>
0: So yeah, they, they wanted to utilise some of the uh, the previous Bond actors in yeah Connery, Moore and Dalton because they also had plans to also use their likenesses as multiplayer skins, but uh, couldn't get the the permission to use their likenesses, so that idea was scrapped, and it was just four of the same image on on the save <laughs> slots of Pierce Brosnan. So uh, what could have been? I would have loved to play to Sean Connery yeah, and run around shooting. Absolutely, dudes. yeah. Anyway, all right. Alas, alas. The final question in multiple choice. As is tradition here at The Hungry Game Show, we must also take a moment to look at both the film and music industries. And more importantly, what finished as number one for the year GoldenEye 007, or GoldenEye 64 if you want, was released. So i ask you this Mr. Tilly, what was the top song on the Billboard charts? And what was the highest grossing movie at the domestic box office for 1997? So I'm going to do something a little differently with the domestic box office this year episode and it's just gonna be what it grossed in that year only so we're not talking about overall um, all-time earnings we're talking about what was the biggest movie for 1997 only right and obviously the biggest song yep okay so a titanic and i'll be missing you by puff daddy oh now known as p diddy or I Di- i don't know sean maybe sean combs i don't know he's something who knows he's the, he's yeah, the that, prince that, of that he is he is but uh yeah i'll be missing you by uh puff daddy and all his iterations b the lost world jurassic park and wannabe by spice girls c men in black and something about the way you look tonight slash candle in the wind by elton john or d face off and i believe i can fly by r kelly oh man this is
1: a hard one because I know Titanic is like one of the highest grossing films of all time
0: yeah that's why I changed it to the year Mm. because I thought it was a bit too easy if we went all time and Jurassic Park would have been
1: pretty big in its time but then again Men in Black but I don't know if Men in Black came out in 97
0: that well I'm not. All these movies did come out in '97, oh, okay. so there's no there's no swerves there. All these did release throughout the year of 1997. Right, right, okay. And all the songs too, so they're all released in the same year. Right.
1: And the song with Jurassic Park
0: was "Wanna Be" by Spice Girls.
1: Ooh, yeah, okay. I might. Can we go phone a friend on this one?
0: Yeah, yeah. we can go phone a friend. Sweet. Stand by. I'm just uh, going to interrogate the mainframe here. We're calling, we're calling via Bluetooth today as opposed to uh, the Zoom link just uh, to make it easier. So let's see if we can get this young fellow on the phone. So before I call, you'll be able to hear him mm-hmm. or her or it, but they don't think they'll be able to hear you. Right. So I'll sort of be the, the, the moderator, I guess you could say. So uh, let's call and see if, if they pick up. Very embarrassing if they don't answer. It's the risk record midweek. Hello. Oh, is that I know NATO. NATO J, the, the DM with the plan. My bestest bud. Is that you? Depends. What do you need? <laughs> oh mate. We are uh, we need your <laughs> we need your guidance. I'm, I'm calling you up. You are Nathan Tilly's phone my friend today. We are battling Goldeneye. Uh, 1997 Nintendo 64 classic and yeah. uh, we have gotten stuck on question 11 of the multiple choice uh but funnily enough it's not a it's not a question to do with the game itself it's to do with movies and and songs so hopefully uh hopefully that memory of yours plays pretty strongly uh what do you remember about
1: 1997 uh
0: Buckle. <laughs> 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 oh, well not not off to the best start, but I'll um I'll put a little bit of background music on first and I'll give you the question. Yeah, yeah. So so this question, NATO, is where we're looking for the highest grossing movie and the number one song of the Billboard charts for that year. So we're talking about what was the movie that made the most money in nineteen ninety-seven only, so not overall since then to now and also what was the song that ended up at the top of the charts? So does that that question make sense? Yep, yep. Okay, so your first option is Titanic and the song I'll Be Missing You by Puff Daddy. Option B okay. is The Lost World, Jurassic Park and Wannabe by Spice Girls. Option C is Men in Black and Something About the Way You Look Tonight slash Candle in the Wind by Elton John. And D, is Face Off and I Believe I Can Fly by R. Kelly. Okay. So highest grossing movie in 1994?
1: No, 1997.
0: 97. Oh, oh, and okay. ju- just that year only, like, like Nathan brought up a very good point that he said Titanic's one of the highest grossing movies of all time. So we're just looking at yes, 1997 it. only. So what did they make in that year? Oh... Nath, where are you leaning? Oh, what, uh, where are you feeling?
1: I'm, I'm still a bit confused on this one. Um, and I, I still want to sway towards Titanic, to be honest, but I don't, I don't know about P. Diddy.
0: Yeah, Titanic's a good pick, but it is, a, is it like the red herring?
1: Uh, yeah, but that's what, I'm, that's what I mean. Because when he said, you know, of just that year, that's what threw me off.
0: So what was the song with Titanic? I'll Be Missing You by Puff Daddy. Which was a banger. It was an absolute that clapper was, of a track. Still is a banger, yeah. That was. Oh, I don't know that song though. Like I know the song, but I don't know the, how that song did. Mm. <sighs> so obviously, deal? then you've got yeah, "Wanna Be" by the Spice Girls. So their debut track that just went boom. You know, Spice Mania and all that stuff. If that's what they called it. I'll after kids on that. Elton John having a bit of a resurgence there with the the double track, and then. Uh, R. Kelly, uh, peak R. Kelly before he's piddling on kids in closets uh, where he believes he can fly on the back of Space Jam.
1: See, that's huge too. Um, and the Elton John's throwing me off as well because if it, if he's sort of making a comeback at that time, I can... I thought he'd be number one.
0: You, you think he'd be number one? Yeah. Absolutely, but what's what's the movie with that one? Men in Black. So Men in Black one. No, Men in Black was good, but it don't it didn't pop his way. Um, oh. I'm
1: going
0: Titanic.
1: Let's go, Puff
0: Daddy, Puff Daddy. Pow! So All so right. NATO thinks Titanic and Puff Daddy. Nate, what are you thinking? You you gonna you gonna follow your lifeline here, or are you gonna go somewhere else,
1: mate? Because my lifeline's a fellow West Australian. I'm gonna have to go with him
0: yep okay you as hang on here's this too here we go remember you've got a second lifeline I've never said you could double them up before but if you're feeling crazy oh. you can chuck a strong hint on the back of don't, this
1: don't do this to us Brennan. because then you're going to split it between Titanic and Elton John I know you are yeah oh, but men in black oh, I don't know nato I d I don't think mm. Diddy was as big as Elton John. That's what's throwing me. Yeah, yeah that's and then I don't and, and then Titanic, but did it pop later or did it pop that year? No, every every fucking girl I knew went to see Titanic that year.
0: Yeah, multiple. Hardly anyone I
1: knew went and saw went and saw
0: fucking Men in Black. I went and saw Men in Black. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. It was a great movie. It's one movie. of Will Smith's best. Yeah, but you go see everything, so that is not really a scale of yeah, if it's right. good or bad. You got me there. But he's also
1: thrown it, in Jurassic Park.
0: Yeah, the sequel. Yeah but, yeah, but it was Lost World. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's with handsome. That's when Vince Vaughn was handsome. Like he played the the leading handsome man in that movie, which is something you never see Vince Vaughn do.
1: <laughs> I think with I think we're overthinking this too much. Maybe we should go with Elton John. Titanic. <laughs> oh, okay. All right.
0: What are you thinking, man? The choice is yours. So, yep. Na- Nato's going A, Titanic, and I'll be missing you by Puff Daddy. You're now leaning towards Men in Black and the Elton John double single release. Well,
1: I can't go against my lifeline. It'd be a waste of calling him to begin with, so let's just go Titanic. Oh,
0: no. no. You, got, you got the strong hint there, too, or the 50-50, remember? No, so, I'm, I'm, go- no, I'm no. going with Nato. I trust him. All right. Yeah. All right, we're locking in Titanic and I'll Be Missing You by Puff Daddy. Did this end up in your favor or not? The price is wrong, bitch.
1: Man, don't say Elton John.
0: It was indeed Men in Black and Elton John on the basis... Yes, Titanic made a lot of money, but it only came out in the second last week of December. Oh, so it only had two weeks to run that year. Oh, you dirty, dirty, dirty boy. Yeah, so it actually came in at number five overall in the box office with $157 million in those two weeks. Wow. Men in Black was number one with $251 million. Jurassic Park was number two with $229 million. And uh, Face Off, just wanted to reference it because it's a great... Action film with a couple of couple of unique actors in Travolta and uh, Cage came in at number nine with 112 million.
1: Uh I just want to take your face off. Um, yeah, yeah, man, El- we should have gone with Elton John. Jeez.
0: Yeah, I know. I convinced myself, and then Titanic drew me back. I knew it was a red herring. <laughs> God damn it! I should have listened to myself. Yeah, you could have used that other lifeline. But Friggin like, and obviously, on on the back of the Elton John success too. That was um, that was the same year. Obviously, Princess Di passed away, and that was when that song yeah, came out. Yeah, that was why. Yeah, it was the song
1: for the Princess Di bloody funeral. Yeah, go. and yeah, and I know for a fact that you
0: would have split those two. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big jerk like that. Yeah. I am a big jerk, but um, yeah, NATO. Thank you for throwing your insight into the ring here. Uh, sadly, God sadly it didn't pay off this time. But mate, we'll get back on the horse and keep rocking and rolling. But um, I still appreciate sure it, to follow. NATO. Yep. Yep. Thanks, mate.
1: Thanks, yep. and uh, yeah, we should. I'm sorry for leading us down the wrong path. That's as I do with everybody in my life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's that's all right, mate. I've come out good so far but uh, I guess there's still time to change. But uh yeah, we'll see. But uh mate, follow follow NATO at, uh, I I know I know NATO on all them socials. Thanks again for jumping on and throwing your insight, man. Have a good rest of your yes. Friday morning. I'll chat to you fine self later. No worries. Cheers, no Bye. Worries. Bye.
1: There you go. There you go. There you go. What a curveball, man. Yeah. At the end of the year. Yep. See, I wouldn't have known that because as I said, I was only what nine back then, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Titanic. Yeah, obviously it's it's gone on to earn like billions um, over the years, but uh, I don't know why. Yeah, it's a. No, it's it is a kind of like I, I'm a sucker for a good romance movie, but like Titanic just doesn't really do it for me, uh, and it never it has. Just
1: drags. So yeah. yeah, not for me. It's a no for me. Yeah,
0: but those those other three movies we mentioned on there, fantastic, fantastic, hundred percent. So. Uh, so that brings us to the end of multiple choice. Would you like a progress score update to know where you're at right now? Or do you want to go in blind for the rest of it and come out at the other side with your final score? I'll leave it up to you.
1: Let's go in blind, mate. Let's
0: go in blind. All right. Remember, you still do have your 50-50, which now becomes a strong hint yep. for rapid fire. Yep. Uh, we've got a, a good smattering of rapid fire questions. Um, let's change up the tunes a little bit and get into it. Question number one: How many levels are there in the single-player campaign? Uh,
1: Twenty, if you include the two extras.
0: That is correct, and I was including them. Uh, what is the name of the default controller setting?
1: Oh God! Uh, I know it's named after all the girls. Is it Money Penny?
0: Do you want to have another pass at that? It's uh, it's something that is very sweet. Oh. And it's something I I actually consume a little bit of this every time before I record a podcast or I have a long day of presentations. Um, oh, god, strong hit. Lifeline. Okay. Um, it is made by yellow and black insects. Don't say
1: honey. It's got to be honey.
0: Yeah, it's Honey. It's Honey based based off Honey Rider from Dr. No. Yeah. All right. Question number three. If I wanted to strafe, which button or buttons would I press on the Nintendo 64 controller to do so? C left or C right. That is correct. Which gun has the largest clip size in the game? RCP-90. That is correct. And for a bonus point, let's not include it, but because you answered that so confidently, how many bullets in said clip? 80 rounds damn nicely done okay you're correct on both fronts and that's followed by the phantom with 50. if i was to use the code dk mode within cheat options mm-hmm. what would happen uh every time someone gets shot their head gets bigger yeah that so right? uh they get a little bit of
1: or is it every time you kill someone your head gets bigger
0: That's oh, a hard it's one d- or is everyone's head DK just big mode- <laughs> DK mode is where you and characters sort of have a bit of a weird, like Donkey Kong resemblance to each other. I know their
1: heads are massive. That's all I remember.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll give you I'll give you a half point for all that right, because point. it is a bit of both. Yep. I'm, I'm feeling giving today, this Friday. <laughs> all right, question number six. What console was the game originally intended to be released on? Uh, Super Nintendo? Correct. It was uh, originally proposed to be a 2D side scroller. So uh, that would have been a whole different ball game. All right, next question. True or false? There is a reference to every Bond film, obviously not including as yet unreleased films within the game. True. That is correct. What score does Goldeneye currently hold on Metacritic? Oh, oh, oh.
1: 96?
0: That is correct, oh, well done. Good deep I didn't think there. it was too okay. high, but yeah. Yep. Yeah. Regardless of the character you select in multiplayer mode, what one thing will always remain the same? Oh, I know this one. Their hands. <laughs>
1: I don't know why. That's correct. They're they all, all
0: use hands. James Bond's hands, regardless if you're male, female, or got gloves. They're all running yeah. the James Bond hand archetype. I know that from so that the is only. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Next question. The soldiers and henchmen you encounter throughout the game are created to resemble whom, or are modelled after whom? Uh, the development team i think that is correct yep. yeah they're based off rare stuff, and rare, not as in rare people like <laughs> the, the developers rare or rareware back in the day so uh yeah all right question number 11 where does goldeneye rank on the all-time bestseller list for nintendo 64 titles Ooh, it's
1: up there um, i think it goes zelda ocarina of time mario kart those two might be. It's number three. I think it's number three.
0: You go with number three. Yep. That is correct. It's actually only behind Super Mario 64 and Mario Kart 64. Oh. Zelda slots in at number four. Oh, but you got there. You got the three. So that's what uh, that's I what matters. Operator time was up the top.
1: There no, you
0: go. See, not not as many people care about Zelda as, as the world makes <laughs> out. You know, I'm uh, I'm the resident Zelda fence sitter. No, fair and, enough. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Question number twelve. Well, while Rare handed off the licensing for the Bond series after this release, the company also produced what is often considered Goldeneye 007's spiritual successor. What game am I talking about? Oh, so, uh
1: have to be Perfect Dark. It's like the exact same that game. That is correct.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funnily enough we talked about Perfect yeah. Dark offline before we started recording. Yep. All right, the next question. How many different types of mine are there to use in the game? Ooh. So we're talking about like explosive Re- devices here. Mines, got remote. not as in a, a mine with a pickaxe farming <laughs> for gold.
1: You got remote proximity and timed. it But you also get like charges. I'm going to say three mines.
0: That's correct, yeah. yeah. Sweet. Three mines, timed proximity and remote. Yep. Next question, outside of armor, is there any other way to recover health? Uh, no. so you can say outside of vests, no? armor, I'm, whatever. You I'm, I'm going to say no. That is correct. Only bulletproof vests will uh, keep you alive if you are taking shots during the game. All right, next question. If you were to select this character in multiplayer, you would be called a dirty effing dog. Which character am I referring to? (laughs) It's got to be (laughs) Oddjob. It is indeed Oddjob. Obviously, uh, we're going to bring him up because he is the shortest statured character in the game and just by, I guess, where your crosshairs sit by default, if you're shooting, you would miss this little bugger yeah. because he falls under that threshold. So it gives you a very unfair playing advantage. I think they
1: actually proved but it. If you're using him, it's cheating.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It's, it's dirty. It's dirty dog. dirty dog. It's dirty. I'm a bit upset that uh, you can't throw his hat in the yeah. game though. Uh, I think that would have been a great little addition. Hats only, but anyway, <laughs> hats only. And the last question, good sir, for the Rapid Fire Round and this episode of THGS. Give me your best James Bond impression. Ooh.
1: The name's Bond. i to stop the music to let it go. <laughs> All right. The name's Bond. James Bond.
0: I will indeed pay that.
1: I don't know who... I don't know which Bond that was, but it just came off the top of my head, so...
0: I think it was... It felt a little bit Connery, but mixed with your own flavor. So, uh, you know, Sean Tilly we got there going on. So, so, man, that brings us to the end of the Hungry Games show uh, from an official capacity. Uh, Would you like to know where you finished up on the leaderboards? So... You're concerned about beating Salim, the Dream Abraham, on 21 points. I
1: have a feeling after that rapid fire, I'll, I've just just surpassed Salim, so I'm feeling good.
0: Maybe you, you are. You certainly surpassed Salim, and then some. Uh, so Salim was on 21 points. You finished above him. If we were to jump up a handful more to say where Miss Ali Hart and Jack Cruz were on equal ninth from 30, mm-hmm. you're above them. Ooh. Sorry, Ali. Uh, if we if we're to jump up to equal sixth, which saw Australia's John O'Peck and Jared Trail on thirty-two point five points, you're above them, so you're above sixth place at the moment. In current outright fourth place is thirty-four point five points, and obviously Dane PV sitting at the top on thirty-seven points. We'll let uh, we'll let my friends at Hall and Oates play out to see if you uh, beat Dane or not, and go from there. Oh. You were extremely close, but have managed to fall into equal fourth now with Benny McJanet on thirty-four point five points. That's okay. I'm happy with that, mate. That that is a ripper of a score. Like you really cut up that uh, rapid fire. Like um, I don't know if that's a sign of me just putting in easier questions or <laughs> you like. But like there was some certainty in there, like especially the uh, you know the largest clip size with the RCP ninety, that was uh, nice, and you got a sneaky extra point out of that due to the confidence in delivering that. But man, thirty four point five, how are you feeling about oh, that? Mate, stoked,
1: absolutely stoked, and yeah, that RCP ninety was like the only gun I used in multiplayer, <laughs> so <laughs> I couldn't get that one wrong. <laughs> uh, but yeah, absolutely stoked. I mean, obviously would have liked to be up there with Dane, but as I said, I didn't want to knock him off the top, so I think. It- Finished at a r- real nice spot, yeah.
0: Yeah, like like when we first started, you were just concerned about getting above or near twenty one because you hadn't played this game in quite some time. Yeah, and yet here you are now sitting an equal fourth on the on the totem pole here, which I think is a hell of a bloody effort considering the the time between between drinks and playing this game.
1: Man, and as I said, I only played the solo um, on that emulator, and yeah, it didn't really help me much. <laughs> but <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Well, it helped a little, I think, uh, because you came through here. You came through, but man, that brings us to the end of the episode. Anything you want to say or maybe uh, the floor is yours for plugs or anything you want to shout out before we we shut down the studio for another time?
1: Nah, mate. I mean, yeah, if you guys want to, if any listeners want to check out some um, some of our stuff, yeah, jump on over to uh, Can't Game Podcast. Uh, We have been, as I said, we've been on hiatus and we have been a bit quiet, but yeah, we're looking at getting into getting behind the mics again and recording a few more episodes, but yeah, we'll see how we go.
0: Yeah. Nah, and that's, um. I know you, the Instagram is can podcast. I don't know if you've got your own Twitter for the pod as well.
1: If I know nah, we, um, we just had our separate handles, but um yeah, if you want okay. to find me, I'm usually tillhouse underscore on Instagram. That's, that's my main base. Um, yep. I do jump on Twitter from now, 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 but uh yeah, jump on Instagram. If you want to follow me, um, mostly spam about my cars and my bikes but yeah every now and then i talk about games
0: <laughs> Mate, it's, it's a good follow and yeah just keep keep your eyes and ears peeled for when can't game podcast comes back because it's a it's a good flavor of banter it's sort of you know similar tone to, to a lot of the shows that, that we do at 8-bit so it's got that similar vibe so if you if you like them, what we do you're going to love what they do as well so uh but man, thanks for thanks for taking the time out of your Friday to to jump in the studio here and uh, share some insight on yourself, but also a bit of GoldenEye 64 or GoldenEye 007. Like.
1: Yeah, mate, thanks for having me. It's been awesome. Um, it's always mate, anytime. Yeah, I've always been anytime. listening anytime. to you guys, so it's yeah, a bit of a bit of a dream just to talk with you. So yeah, it's good,
0: mate. Easy. We'll get you on now. Uh, get you on THG in in the next uh, couple of months as well, and we can we can talk some gaming news and and share share insights on the respective shows. So uh, yeah, I'd love that, let's mate. Do it. Yeah let's do it. All right, listeners. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. Stop it on by. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe us on all those podcast players of choice because it helps keep those emotional lights on in our hearts. If you want to support us monetarily, feel free to do so over at koficom forward slash we are 8-bit. But if you don't want to support or can't support monetarily, it's more than fine. Just you know, listen to our stuff, share our content, interact on the socials. That's all that matters. So uh, yeah, follow myself at Brendan 8-bit. Follow Nathan at tillhouse underscore or at tillhouse on them twitters and follow us all as a collective at we are 8-bit but until next time 8-bit nation may your answers be true stay hungry
1: yeah